Think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? (laughs) There is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa, but we're here to help. Siri Spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. What's up, Spapreneur? Hi, guys. We're, if you're not hearing me quite correctly, it's because I'm trying to get cat hair off of a chair. So we've moved to the dining room because, whoa! Hey! Damn dog, I almost <laughs> tried to take the cat out. Alto. What in the world? Jesus, there are demons in this house. Demons, I tell you. Okay, we have all two dogs. We have two dogs and a cat. So, what are you doing? Sit I'm getting down. cat hair off. The cat hair is going to be in my butt, and I got to go out after this. Oh my god! Okay, it, we are. The I spa- do not have a fuzzy butt, you know. Okay, we are the spapreneurs. Hi, I'm Ramona. Hi, Sessie. Okay, um, and yes, for a lot of reasons, we've got doors opening now. Jesus, Jesus, I tell you, Jesus. Okay. Now Alto's on top of me. She wants reassurance that she's a good dog. That's the dog that just caused all that havoc. It was her fault. Yes, it was. But she's an old woman. She can get away with it. One day we'll post a beautiful picture of her. She's so pretty. She gets away with a lot of shit. And she's looking at me with these adoring eyes like, I didn't do anything, mommy. You know, sometimes clients do that too. <laughs> they do. You know, you have your favorites that show up just late and you let them slide when you wouldn't let anybody else work. No, no, no. You have the clients who show up 30 minutes early just so that they can snag extra time with you, not realizing that you need to do something with that time before they show up. But uh, you go with the flow. Yeah. There's a lot of things you have to go with the flow. One of the things that as a business owner, you'll go with the flow if, if you're successful enough, it'll come at a point where you have to raise your rates. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I mean, if, if you don't, one, you probably started out too high to build your business um, or you're too afraid to raise your rates and when you really should. So Yeah. So we're going to talk about that today. So let's first off, when you're first starting out, Many of you will not be like Lynn was and have to open your own place right away. Some of you will. That, that That's your choice. I don't necessarily recommend it for the first year. I think now, because there are so many really good places to work, that you can, you know, get mentorship, um, start they building really clientele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we dog on the massage envies of the world kind of place. But those are some wonderful places for new therapists to start out, honing your skills, get your chops underneath you, and figure out what kind of massage do you like to give. Yeah, or and then get the hell out of there as fast as possible. Well, if, if you're made to be a business owner. Yeah, if you're made to be a business owner, then you need to go open your own place. Yeah. But it is really good to work under um, other business owners. Or again, you know, you can be a business owner within another practice, whether it's a room rental or, or however you want to do. But you need to establish your rates. So the first thing you really need to do is, mm-hmm. number one, you need to take into account what the rates are in your area. You, yes. you have to look at your competitors' rates and... I don't necessarily mean copy them, but you definitely need to take a look because you don't want to overprice yourself and don't necessarily underprice yourself just for the point of taking clients because that's not the reason a lot of clients go to therapist. No. Um, and you don't want to price yourself outside of your specialty. We have a lot of neuromuscular specialists. They charge $20 more per hour 
uh, than your average massage therapist. That's valid. That's right. Uh, they have spent thousands on their education. But if you're not in that league yet, keep that in mind. Know that you're striving to get into that league. Yeah. So, so when you're, again, and the other thing you need to look at is how much do you want to make from your massage business? How much it costs you? to run your massage business, you have to know those numbers. Again, it's why rule number one is don't fuck with the money. The first thing you have to look at is, is the numbers of how much does it cost me per treatment to do this massage? How much does it cost me to do the laundry, the massage oil, the essential oils, the hot towels, the electricity? You can get an average on that. Um, and the alcohol. Alcohol for yourself to recover. Um <laughs> You know, other things like, again, your marketing systems and, and all those things, you need to break it down by a service basis. And basically, it's like you're almost charging yourself as the business owner, your own service fee on yourself. Once you understand that, you'll, you have to account for what I need to take out for taxes. And then you've got, you know, what's left. And if what's left is enough for you to live on and do the things you want to do, fantastic. You've found your perfect price. If not, you may have to tweak those numbers. Okay. Now, somewhere in all that, my brain went click and it went off because that's not my area of expertise. That's why you turn that over to your mentor who does the numbers and the crunching and everything else. But I'll be honest with you that when I started out, once again, we mentioned this, I think, in a previous podcast, that uh, one of the beauties of when I started out was I didn't know anything. So I just sort of went with my gut instinct and I jumped in there and I just did. So I started out at $25 an hour. That was 21 years ago. Take that into account. However... I caught a lot of crap from people that were on the other side of the water from us in Virginia Beach because they'd had a stronger presence in the community of building massages and the reputation. We had nothing on our side. And I didn't care about slaying the community with my, my expertise. I just wanted to do massages. So I felt like $25 was a nice little price point for me to start out. And so did all the clients because I got a lot of clients off of that. But the clients were the ones that kept saying to me, you really should raise your rates. So I finally bit the bullet and I raised it by $5 and I thought, oh God, I'm going to lose some. And no, I kept growing. So then I took it to 35 and I kept growing. You know, it's time to raise your rates when you've got more clients than you can handle. And what you do is you pray that when you raise it significantly to like, ooh, $50, that some of them will say, that's too much for me and leave. Well, that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So uh, raising your rates, what I have found over the past, uh, they might whine and complain a little bit, but they'll st still keep coming back. They don't leave. Here are some of the things that I see body workers do, estheticians do. They will, they look at their rates, they, they crunch their numbers and they, you know, especially if you're following up the profit first plan from, you know, or you working with our fabulous Amber Duggar, you know, she's going to be the one that tells you, you've, you've got to look at the numbers and you got to do that. Once you look at the numbers and once you decide, if, if you take your self-worth out of the numbers and just look at it carly, it makes it really easy to go, you know, be, I, I need to do this. I'll never forget. We've mentioned her several times. She's a wonderful therapist, but we had a room renter. And I mean, I'm talking like she gave an ultimate lovey-dovey, like but she scrumptious made no massage. She, made, she actually owed herself money by the time she was done with it, with all the extras and things Grace like that. Grace McDonald, are you listening to this? Because that's where I don't want you to be. Yeah. So that's one of our spapreneurs in our spa community. If you would like to get shout outs on the podcast, you should join it. We it's on Facebook. Grace. Yeah, we do love Grace. So, but yeah, I, I just, you have to look at those numbers. And when you look at that and when your clients are telling you it's time to raise your rates, 
And you, you just got to bite the bullet and you can do it nicely. You can do it slowly. So here's some, some ways to do it. One is this is a great opportunity. If you're about to raise your rates to mm-hmm. run a, run a flash sale, run like a sale just internally, just for your clients and let them know I'm raising my rates starting the first of the month. These are the new rates. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and buy your prepaids now at the old rate. The old rate will expire and I'll honor them you know, and do that. Trust me, you will get so much cash flow. It's oh, yeah. hilarious. Oh my God. And people are like, no, $5. No. Oh my God. Oh, it's funny to watch. This is when you start seeing the real personalities of the clients coming out. So yeah. And also <clears throat> it will sometimes be able, an opportunity for you to turn clients that normally just pay like per service to buy like yes. the, the memberships. And, it's and a great time to sell those. Let me make a, a real observation here too. It is your people who have good discretionary income, your richer people, okay? Let me say it that way, that are probably going to be the most vocal about you raising rates. Because they're cheap, and that's why they have all their money. No, they're not cheap, but they know how to negotiate, and that is why they're successful in their own right. So you have to outdo them and just say, I'm so sorry, but I can't keep eating tuna fish every night. I'd like a steak occasionally. Or again, I, I'm planning on investing in some education yes. next year. Oh, that's a wonderful one. We yeah. use that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or we're, I'm up, upgrading my equipment next year. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's just flat out or it's just flat out. These are my rates now. Or step back, take your hands off of them and say, you don't think I'm worth it? <laughs> <laughs> I've done that too. It's like, oh no, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I, it, it just comes down to... It, it, you can't be afraid as a business owner. If you're a business owner, you can't be afraid to charge what you're worth. What you're worth in the beginning, though, my brand new massage therapist, my brand new estheticians, is less than those of them that have had 20 years experience. Yes. So stop it. Don't come out the gate charging $100 an hour unless you're starting in New York City. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is regional. It, it, it does depend on where you live. We live in an area where it's lower income. Uh, a lot of middle class, a, a whole lot of middle class. A lot of military. Yes. More military than I think anybody could possibly see. We have the largest concentration of military in the world outside of a war zone. Yeah. But our cost of living is also uh, uh, reflects that somewhat. So, so look at your area. Um, and you can go to like your chamber of commerce and they have all these facts and figures for you. Um, your local business office where you get your business license. Yes. You need to have a business license. Libraries. Libraries yeah. are an incredible resource. And go- as a librarian, they'll, yes. they'll good it for you. Oh and my God. Free. Librarians live for the moment to say, Oh, let me take you to this book and show you all these things that we have in here. Yeah, seriously. So unless you're at the library, like I was yesterday. Um, so sometimes when I'm working, I will leave the house and I will go to like a library library to write because I need to be in a place where I can only write. Yesterday I was in the library and there was this lovely woman who just kept singing. She was filled with the spirit. But it was just random lines of stuff. It wasn't even like a full song. She it was, was just filled with the spirit. And I'm just like, wow. So, you know, don't be that person in the library. But yeah, go to your library, go to, you know, your local small business administration. They have these numbers for you. Yes. Um, maybe even your local AMTA, but honestly. And remember your tax dollars pay for that stuff. So use so it. So use it. Yeah. Because otherwise someone else will so totally utilize that when when massage envy looks to um offer franchisees the opportunity to have a franchise in the area trust me they're looking at these numbers before they let a franchise in because they're not going to put it in like a tiny one-stop town they're going to put it in an area where they know they can sustain because it's more expensive to see franchises close so be massage envy in this case yes and and do your research and and take a look so don't just throw an arbitrary number i'm just going to charge 50 dollars an hour for massage why 
is, is my first question is why? You know, I, I, I got to say that <clears throat> coming from my copier days, we would we knew our product was comparable to anybody out there. But we would go in and just barely slightly undersell under the competitor. And the numbers were good. So that would get the person's attention. But it still came down to service. Could I still provide the service that they needed in the end and the reassurance? Same thing in the in the massage world. You don't have to be the top dollar price starting out. If if you get down the road and you're a five-year business, you need to start ra- looking to raise your rates. If you're not good enough to raise your rates, then you got to question what you're doing. Another episode. But for you people starting out, let's talk massage envy of the world for a moment. When they came into our area, I had been in business for 15 years. And suddenly they were coming in with introductory $49. Well, I took that and I paid attention to it. However, what I did was I looked at their website and they charge for mini stone and for scrubs and for aromatherapy. So I said, I could offer little samples of those during the massage for free and it cost us barely nothing. So ha ha ha. I took that out from underneath them. I also started opening on Sundays because they're open on Sundays and I didn't want to risk losing a client that wanted a Sunday massage. But the most important thing I did was I did not lower my rates. I factored in the fact that they only do 50 minutes hands on. So if you divide out the numbers between my 59 and their 49, we're giving a better value for a full 60 minute massage. And you have to educate the client on that. Yeah. And it goes back to educating. We talked about this before. I, I see a lot of people in our industry. I don't want to sell to clients. Fine. Educate them. Yeah. Educate them on your value. The other thing we did was we've always had a membership type program, but we used to call them prepaids. We still do. For, for, we do, but now the membership, membership and our we, memberships are free and they don't require like a monthly fee. You nope. buy the massages you want to use. You use the massages. You either buy more, or you don't. Yep. It's okay. You can use them for gift certificates. You can give them away. You can do whatever you want. And and they don't expire. You don't lose any because you didn't get the certain amount that month. That's right. And and if you run out of prepaids for your membership, hey, you just let us know when you want us to put more on the books because we got your credit card. Yeah. And, and that's how it works. And by selling membership that way, it puts us at a better competitive advantage than the Pizza Hut's a massage because in yeah. all of them, because all of them offer this kind of weird uh, membership fee because it, it, it creates no hassle for the client. But we had to educate. It was about a good year of us talking about this, even though it was something we offered forever. Okay. And let's say you, you're just not comfortable saying this kind of stuff to a client. You just don't want to go there or you don't know how to open the conversation. Do a flyer, print out a flyer, put it up front, uh, f- um, new membership package for, for blah, blah, blah dollars. People will pick that up and say, oh, can you tell me about your membership? That gives you the opening you need. Mm-hmm. Or again, you can offer the membership like, I, I notice your shoulder is, is really bothering you. I think it's coming from your neck. It's going to take four to six weeks of regular massage work to, to handle this. Did you know that our membership program, if you do this, it'll save you money. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just that transition. You're offering value to the client. So, so doing that as well, but you can't do any of this if you're, if your rates are too low, you, right. you just can't because you can't afford flyers or you know what? That extra rate increase may be able to be the one thing that lets you hire a front desk person you'd be shocked 
to know how much money it equates to five to ten dollars more a massage. It, 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 the, <clears throat> the very first time I did it, I went, damn, I'm making some real money here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I'm not working for free anymore. Yeah. I'm not a starving massage therapist. Yeah, we don't like those. Um, the other thing to think about, too, is if you're still terrified, you're like, no, but I love my clients. And we have one of those in our place. She, she's been with me the longest. I love her. She has the I adore most education. Her. She, she truly has the most education. She will not let me raise her rights. And it's because she just doesn't feel right doing that to the clients. And mind you, her and her husband aren't super wealthy either, but she, she just stonewalls me every time. Yeah, <laughs> she won't and do she gets it. in her own way, and we're like, fine, you're an independent contractor, you can charge what you want, you know, but, but I, it's I love frustrating. I get away with it. it sometimes it's, it's just Take the battles, yeah, so sometimes you as a business owner have to. But the other thing is, again, so if, you, if you're terrified of raising your rates, and you're worried, well, I'm going to lose all my clients, then those weren't good clients anyway. If they're or only coming, your skills aren't as good as you think they are, and maybe you need to educate more. Well, that's true. But for those of you that have invested in the education, who who have steady clients, who have a waiting list, all these other things, that's the time. You you need to raise your rates, and you need to explain why. And then if you lose clients because like you're too expensive, they're coming to you because of the price, not because of you. True, but over the years, I have found that. Uh, no matter how many times we raise the rates, and no matter how high we go, especially with certain therapists, uh, they may moan and groan, but less than 2% uh, leave and go to a different therapist. Now, this brings me to a good point on this, that for you folks that have several massage therapists that work underneath you, when do you raise their rates? If they're booked out two or three weeks in advance and they don't, it, you just can't get room for them and people are struggling to get in with them it's time to raise that rate and shockingly you'll find that those people will still struggle and fight maybe one or two will drop off and say oh i just can't do that as often as i like great we have another therapist over here starting out but she's learning from the senior therapist and i think you'd really like her yeah, it's also a really good way of getting, especially you as the owner, if you want to be where you don't have as many clients because you need to either work on the business or you're at a point where you want to, um, you know, lessen your either life changes. You know, after 21 you years, lie. you lie, you lie because this happened to me. And then poor little Katrina, who mentored under me and opened her own spa because I love mentoring people and I do give away everything and they open not up. Not anymore. Well, not, they just don't open up down the road. But Trina called me one day and said, I can't get the clients off my table. She said, I'm working too hard and I can't run the business. I literally had to tell all my clients that my body was wearing down. I needed to give it a rest and I'm taking the summer off. Now, secretly, I went back and told a few of my clients, look, I'm really not giving it up. I'm going to keep you on my table, but I got to get rid of some of these clients. And it's not that I didn't love them, but I can't. At that time, we were only half the size. I can't run the business and do massages in the room. And so not at that level anyway. No. So they were forced over those three months to go to other therapists. When I came back, they were like, oh, so can I get back on your table? I am so sorry. I just, my strength isn't up to doing you anymore. And they will pout. And some of them are like, well, I, I, you know, I guess I'll just have to find another place. 
they all stayed and they still give me shit about I used to be on your table. It's like I'm old. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm cranky now. But you just got to do it. It's hard, but you got to do it. Yeah. Or if you want to stay because you love hands on, you need to be able to afford to hire a business manager, someone to manage your business for you, because it's either that or, or something else, because you can't build a massage practice, a spa the size of ours without having someone working on the business. Yeah, you just I, I agree with that. But I even hesitate on the business manager uh, that might work for some of you. It would never have worked for me. The the reason de-stress works so well is because Ramona and I are personally there running it. So it's infused with our personalities and our flavor. So I'm too much of a control freak to let somebody outside of the company. I won't even let Dupac come in and run it. I, I keep all of I, I keep him out of there. That's because the few times he does that, it, it just always is the one clients that need the most handholding. Well, it, it, he sees money. He sees dollars. I see people. I see feelings. And somewhere in the middle, those two things meet. Um, so, but it, I, I guess the biggest thing that we're trying to get across to you guys today is don't fear raising your rates. That should never be fear should never be a reason to not raise your rates. Not raising your rates at this time could be because you don't have the education background to to warrant it. Your uh, local community can't sustain that price point because there is a point where we could we could charge a hundred dollars for a regular hour massage. We would lose half our business. Oh God, yes, we, because yeah. they, they wouldn't be able to afford it. And, we would and price that would break my heart. That would literally yeah. break my heart because there are people out there who need this, who can't afford it. And I will be very frank with you and tell you that some of our clients we know are in um, more financial struggles than others. And we in the books and the computer say they're permanently $10 off. I mean, we it, and that giving is what gives back to us. And that word goes out and they know, don't you tell another soul we do this mm -hmm. for you because we will raise and those the, rates and yeah. the therapist knows that we're doing it we are a giving community and i know you're a giving community but go ahead and let's recap the reasons to raise your rate one you're too busy absolutely too many clients time to raise the rate two your clients are saying you need to raise the rate listen to them yes yes and three a reason to give them for raising the rates is I'd like to take more education next year did you know that some of our classes just for three days are eight hundred dollars and more that doesn't include like hotel yeah. and traveling expenses. People are shocked when they find out that our education really takes a lot. Somewhere in their brain, they think we just put our hands on you and start rubbing. No, for Virginia, we're under the Board of Nursing. We're required by law to do, I believe it's 25 CEUs, mm -hmm. um, Category A. Every two years, yeah. And, and um Education is not cheap, especially for the good education. And honestly, it just it helps you maintain your massage business because after a while you get old, you need to learn some new moves. Hey, and wait till your towel warmer bites the dust and you suddenly have to buy one and you're not charging enough and now you need a new towel towel warmer and how are you gonna do it? Towel warmers bite the dust. Stools bite the dust. Massage <laughs> tables are not cheap. And some of you, I see you in the groups. I want a hydraulic table. Those are a thousand dollars. Guess what, guys? They're it, a good investment. Great, but, but I would not have. A, I would not. I would never put them in our place. No, if I could go back and change, I would because they work really well. I just think, honestly, we have so much more flexibility in our rooms and the different things we like to do by having the tables. Maybe in one or two rooms, well, but then we would have to charge more for those rooms. Well, we would. But here's, if I knew then what I know now, I never dreamed I'd have. 
three, four people who specialized in very specific things who probably could use the hydraulics. But if I did that for all four of them, and if you do for one child, you got to do for all four. And then I have to make sure they're in permanent rooms. And some of them, I float around room to room. Yeah, some I'm given permanent rooms because they're there too many hours. Right. And that's fine. But then others, see, and again, see, these are the questions that you have to ask yourselves. Because once you have the money situation, it's like, where am I going to put that in? But it starts with the rates. It but starts it, with the rates. It does start with the rate. And don't get overwhelmed. Think just in the next year. What do I want to accomplish next year? Do I want a nicer towel warmer? Do I want a better music system? Do I want to upgrade towels? linen service think small the bigger things will come down the line could i afford to put the hydraulic tables in now yes i choose to put my money into the therapist they appreciate that more than they do hydraulic tables and we're investing in things like for the holidays um using somebody to help us with facebook ads because it's just gotten so complicated that we don't yeah. want to do it ourselves so, anymore but we're in the bigger end for you that are in the smaller, smaller end, end yeah think smaller little steps little steps but those little steps lead to big steps again it goes back to that podcast episode where we talked about planning um if you have your plan in place you know number one what kind of money you need to make this yes. next year you need and are you going to add another therapist or a pedicurist or, or a front desk person well, yeah i gotta say if it, your front desk person Really, should that should be first the first person. party because yeah. the minute you do that, it gives you validity to do a lot of things. I'm telling you guys, I oh fought that for so long and it was by happenstance. We talked about it in another episode. My little Jeanette, who is now a mother of four, my goddaughter is 16. Oh my God, I can't believe she's that old. Um, she's the mother of my goddaughter. I, it was by happenstance, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me and you cannot expect to grow especially during the holiday seasons you need someone sitting there answering the phone telling them about massages and selling those friggin gift certificates sell 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 your ass off during this time please or i'm gonna take all your clients (laughs) (laughs) probably already have them if you're in virginia okay i got to end this with a little shout out Sure. My little lyric. We love our lyric. Do Let's you know? Lyric. But, but I called him an asshole yesterday. And well, this he way, I was so busted on HR. I was told the other day, I told this lady who specializes in, um, in human Why resources. Are we recording this? That <laughs> I hired him because he's black, gay, and male. And she said, she just laughed. She said, that violates everything in human resources. I said, that's sad because that's the truth. And I went out and told Lyric that. He said, I love the fact that you hired me for that. And the reason I did that is because it makes everyone who walks in my door feel welcome. I want them all, even my Christians, to feel welcome. So I have my Christians sitting there, too. And so I make all people feel welcome as much as I can. But you know what he did the other day, even though I called him an asshole? What did he do? On Saturday... And everybody knows I'm not there on Saturdays because if I'm there on Saturdays, something's wrong and you don't want to be there with me. He brought in his little skillet, his little cooker. He made them all breakfast. Eggs, bacon, pancakes, toast. I went, you, shut the front door. You didn't do that while I was here. We you didn't we, feed me. We don't get breakfast. I How know. It? Shit. How, what? He is You're an asshole. asshole. He is an asshole. Like, you little turd. You do that when I'm not here. We buy him lunch all the time. Well, not as often as I used to, to Danae. That's only because I'm trying to lose some weight. I'm trying to stay out of well, the fast Well, he's trying food. to, too. Oh, my God. I could not believe he did that. that. That's so nice. I felt 
I, I fell more deeply in love with him. Yeah. Because again, it's those small kindnesses. And that's, you know, again. You think he, those therapists are not bowing at his feet right now? Yeah. Seriously. Because <laughs> some of them are hung- hungry. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I just, this is the kind of group I have. Yeah. And, and they're worthy of them. getting rates that feed their lifestyle, you know? So again, if you need help figuring out your rates, here's some suggestions for me. Number one, go to spapreneur.com forward slash coaching. You can sign up for a free session with me and we'll go over and to see if you need some more one-on-one mentorship because sometimes you just need someone to talk to and to vent to and say, and for your specific spot. So it's hourly rates. Mm-hmm. They're very affordable, um, but it's just a way for you to kind of mix with me. Sometimes Lynn gets on the calls as well so that we can, you know, work with you in your specific plan, including your rates. If I don't af- answer on Facebook and other places specifically, it's because I'm probably not on there. I don't get on there as much. Mo- much as Mona does. So just forgive me. It's not because I'm ignoring you and don't like you. It's just I'm not there. I'm old. Yeah. So but if you want guaranteed time with Lynn and Ramona, then ask for it and hire us for coaching. Yes. I mean, and seriously, because as much as we love doing this for free, I have tiny humans and they are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing they got a grandma. It is a good thing they have a sussy. So <laughs> um, the other thing you can do is I'm not sure when this episode will air in compared to our webinar, but our webinar may have just finished with Amber Duggar. It was October 18th. That webinar is on a replay. Um, we will have it as an opt-in on Spotpreneur where you can do that. Amber Duggar is the budget alchemist. She is a miraculous person that has helped me with my personal finances and my business finances. So when I'm able to say, I know what my numbers are. I know what I need to make in order to keep my business going and keep my family going. I can say that with certainty and with integrity so that when someone goes, I need this rate and I can say, no, these are my rates and here's why. And if they don't like it, mm-hmm. they don't hire me and I'll be okay. So you need to know those numbers. And so if you're kind of like a sussy, but you don't have a dupa that will do the numbers for you, then you need to hire Amber and she will help teach you how to do the numbers. Yeah, I, I got to say, knowing what the changes she's made in Ramona's life, we mentioned this on a previous podcast. Um, if I, I'll be honest with you, if something ever, God, God, please never, I don't ever want anything to happen to dupa, but if something did, I'd have to turn to someone to... Uh, regulate and run not just my business, but my household. It's not my strong point. It's just not. Right. And just, again, it's, it's about having that accountability because once you have that accountability, it, it makes the biggest difference because I have to run my, my numbers. I have to look at it. I have to stay within my means because I have someone I have to answer to. It's just like when you hire a personal trainer or anything She's else. your husband. Yeah, she's basically no, no, no. She, um, she basically is our chief financial officer here at yeah, Spapreneur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, at Spapreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, Dupa is that for, for de-stress. de-stress. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's not like it's not like we're not allowed to spend money. Like with Amber, I'm not. I, oh. I can spend whatever I want to. I yeah, we spend it first and then we <laughs> wine <laughs> after. No, what I honestly, I don't do that anymore though. <laughs> I think seriously, Sessie, we need to stop saying that because no, you don't. And, and, and but it's because she's taught you to be accountable and to stand up. And believe, and, but she's also taught you to think before you spend. Oh yeah, so you know, and again, like we don't have have dominoes in here nearly as often as we used to. No, no, we don't. Well, it was Papa John's, but yeah. Oh, so one we, of those, one of those. Anyway, so yeah, so if you need help with that, if you need the accountability to grow your business or just someone to help you with um with this kind of stuff, again, we offer coaching, and we have other people that specialize in areas that offer coaching as well. So don't do this alone. You don't have to. There's no reason for it. That's right. And now's the time to think about doing uh, a rate 
raise because it's right before the holidays. You'll get a lot of people in and you can tell them and you pre-warn them. Oh, that's something I forgot to mention. You tell them for 30 days, I'm raising my rates. I'm raising my rates. I'm raising my rates so that they don't go, I didn't know that. They'll still say, I didn't know. And you just go, bless your heart and get their butts on the table. (laughs) See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to Spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.